Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity tips and best practices for today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet field CISO team focusing on the need for endpoint security on key industries. I'm your host, Rick Peters, Fortinet CISO for Operational Technology. And today we're talking with Renee Tarrant, my colleague and Fortinet CISO for our education practice. And she's talking about endpoint security in education. Welcome, Renee. Thanks, Rick. Well, it's uh, exciting to always chat about topics that we are passionate about. And so I'm just gonna dive right in because I can't uh, wait to hear uh, your insights. You know, the perimeter today has extended across infrastructure to any edge. You know, the shift to the edge has implications for security. How should leaders in education advance their security strategy to secure the proliferation of edges, devices, and data? Yeah, Rick, I mean, digital innovation, you know, the work from home, the internet of things and other trends are really forcing every organization to really look at, you know, how they're redesigning their networks um, because they really are striving to provide better use experience um, for their employees and students. You know, the so-called network perimeter, which was once a narrow point of access at the edge of the network. Now, now we've seen it extend across the entire IT infrastructure and beyond the traditional trusted zone. You know, this is introduces new requirements across all the edges um, that make up the new network, whether that's, you know, a data center, their local area networks, um, distributed campus environments, um, those working at home, and, and even cloud access. And with the events of the pandemic over the last year, it's really further brought to light um, and underscored the need for business continuity plans that include flexible, you know, anywhere, anytime, secure, remote access at scale. You know, the results creating, you know, highly dynamic, highly flexible networks um, that are designed to adapt to changing connectivity, applications, and bandwidth requirements, you know, in real time. You know, the challenge we face is how do you secure that network that enables um, that approach of any person using any device to access any resource from any location? So security-driven networking is really a strategy that converges that networking and security across the connected environment from the core you know, to the campus, to the remote workers and into the cloud. You know, enabling organizations to effectively see and defend you know, against today's highly dynamic environments while preserving an excellent user experience for students and employees. You know, with security you know, being woven into the core, networks can evolve and expand and adapt to these digital innovations with ease you know, and really do so at levels of next generation of computing, including things like hyperscale, multi-cloud, 5G, and some of these other fast arriving trends. You know, converging the network and security really enables a security strategy that's highly flexible and adaptive, you know, supporting anywhere operations by simultaneously providing things like the ability to manage, you know, external and internal risk for on-network users, um, flexible cloud-ready security for off-network users, and the ability to improve the overall user experience while reducing that wide area network costs. Uh, in addition, you know, knowing who and what is on your network has been more critical than ever. You know, traditional network security approaches really assume that you know, users and devices inside the network were inherently secure. And that's no longer an effective strategy because as soon as a user device becomes compromised, either intentionally or by accident, then you've essentially exposed your entire environment. So organizations are now moving towards a zero trust access approach to ensure they know who and what is accessing the network. 
So zero trust network access really enables the identification of all users and applications and devices both on and off the network. You know, the point of zero trust is you know, never to assume that something or, or someone is safe, even within your network perimeter. So that means leveraging solutions, things like multi-factor authentication and single sign-on solutions and network access control. And finally, as schools look to leverage more cloud and SaaS solutions, um, consolidating the visibility and administration task um, across, across both its cloud on-premise security infrastructures um, are really essential to enable more efficient management. Um, that's really gonna be key going forward. You know, I think we both get, you know, the need for flexibility and agility and, and absolute readiness, but you know, likewise, you know, it's time to proportionally invest in security because we've got to protect the intellectual property and education is certainly no exception. You know, for education, what new developments have you seen for securing the endpoint? Yeah, for many schools, you know, securing the endpoint has meant moving beyond just traditional endpoint protection against, you know, viruses and malware. Um, there's more of a movement towards including endpoint detection and response as well. You know, especially as we're in this remote environment that makes really instant response um, more challenging. You know, one case in point is one U.S. school district uh, found itself at procuring you know, 20,000 more laptops to enable its 18,000 students and 2,200 staff members uh, to learn and work from home. You know, this particular school district had growing concerns about you know, the increase they're seeing in ransomware and phishing, um, especially spear phishing attacks. So they deployed an EDR solution that delivers real-time automated threat protection, uh, detection, and response for their endpoints, both pre- and post-infection. You know, this enabled them to really do discovery and risk mitigation, next-generation antivirus, behavior-based detection, real-time blocking, automated incident response, forensics, threat hunting, and even virtual patching capabilities. You know, all of this was delivered in a form factor with a lightweight footprint that was easy to deploy even on devices that had limited resources. Oh man, I'm, I'm a fan of scale. You know that <laughs> everything we do has to scale and boy, the innovation that rapidly crept into the picture early in 2020 and continue just demonstrate the absolute need to um, uh, be very agile in that, in that space. Hey, for education, how critical is an overall platform approach when it comes to securing the growing number of endpoints? Rick, a successful compromised device you know, provides a really a, a foothold for the, a threat to move laterally and infect other endpoints within the organization. And so to address this critical challenge, security leaders must really integrate endpoint security into their broader network security architecture. Now, having a deep connection between endpoint and network security offers key improvements to a holistic enterprise protection. Um, it can provide risk-based visibility of all the endpoint devices, um, establish policy-based access controls, um, enable real-time threat intelligence sharing and automate uh, security responses and workflows for effective and efficient protection that not only saves time, but also saves organizations money. You know, today's security platforms need to span, span the entire network and adapt as the environment it's protecting expands and evolves. You know, it needs to really weave in all the critical security functionality organizations need into a unified solution that can protect the entire network, enable any user or device to securely access any data or application, no matter where it's located. That requires having a platform designed around three critical components of having broad deployment and implementation, full integration between security and networking elements and support for advanced automation built around machine learning and AI. Those are terrific points, Renee. Now let's pivot and talk about our experience working with other executive leaders. What gaps or needs have other CISOs discussed with you when it comes to securing endpoints and 
How real are these concerns given the threat landscape today? Yeah, endpoint devices continue to be one of the favorite targets for cyber attacks. Um, we're seeing more malware and ransomware targeting endpoints. You know, in addition, these devices are not only getting smarter and faster, they're also highly mobile. And it's not unusual for a single user to have multiple devices connected to the network simultaneously. And because users often blend personal professional data, applications and profiles into a single device, and because the endpoint security can sometimes be lax, um, it really exposes organizations to serious resist risk resulting in um, you know, loss, theft, you know, downloading uh, malicious apps, or even inadvertently connecting to compromised public access points. So CISOs in the educational space often face several challenges when it comes to securing these endpoint devices. Um, one is the visibility and control over the devices. You know, many organizations struggle in knowing all of their assets and their environments and the increasingly complex nature of the various different types of the devices that they have. Um, the majority of which of these devices either have out-of-date operating systems or are behind significantly in their patches. In many cases, the devices are student-owned, which can really limit the control that the schools can have on those devices. Um, in addition, many schools are leveraging remote desktop protocols um, and collaboration applications and to ensure students and staff can engage remotely. But these tools are also increasing exposure to ransomware and other threats. Um, in addition, many schools are simply resource constrained. Um, this makes it hard to secure the growing number of devices. And in many cases, they are often unable to modernize their technology regularly. You know, therefore, they're often faced with legacy systems that can't handle resource intensive agents. You know, Renee, that just reminds me, it's so much fun being a CISO in 2021. You get to wear lots of hats and you have to be omnipresent. What a great, what a great deal. Um, you know, the last angle we're going to take is really on council. And Renee, how would you advise your peers when it comes to securing the evolution of Internet of Things or IoT devices and 5G going forward? Yeah, IoT devices are becoming more and more prevalent in education, whether it's interactive whiteboards or you know, student ID card readers. However, we all know that these headless devices weren't built with security in mind and can't easily be patched. And so therefore schools really need to be taking a proactive approach in securing these devices. Uh, it means leveraging network access control um, to, to ensure that you can identify and classify these devices. Um, this enables you to ensure that you can control what access the devices have and can quickly respond to isolate them in case they become compromised. It's also important to segment these uh, potentially unsecured devices um, from your other critical assets within your environment. When it comes to 5G, you know, it's really going to introduce unprecedented speeds and interconnectivity. Uh, in the classroom, you know, that increased speed will be able to allow students and faculty, um, you know, get them closer to a seamless experience when it comes to video conferencing. Um, it also means that faculty and students can focus more in instruction versus having to wait on slow downloads or dealing with other connectivity issues. Um, that speed will be particularly beneficial when downloading instructional videos and other educational materials, um, which will happen nearly instantaneously with 5G. And that's important because as instructors continue to increase the amount of video-based content they use, um, both inside the classroom and outside the classroom as a part of their blending learning approaches. Um, 5G will also help you know, pick up the pace of virtual uh, reality adoption in higher education. Um, because so many of these VR experiences are bandwidth intensive, having a network that can properly deliver uh, immersive content will make it easier for faculty to take advantage of this powerful learning tool. And so what this means is that data will need to be available at the extreme edges of the network and functionality will be measured in microseconds. So applications, you know, really can't afford to be making those round trips to the central data centers anymore. 
Um, instead, data and decision-making along with security um, will also be a need to move to the edge. And this will need to embed embedded in the edge and networking and IoT devices to meet performance demands. Um, most security protocols will not only need to be automated, um, but they're gonna need to be leveraging machine learning and AI to make autonomous decisions at digital speeds. You know, keys to the success of these endeavors will be ensuring that we don't create you know, another you know, security one-off um, that really stretches the limited resources even further, um, but that security at the new extreme edge integrates seamlessly and consistency, consistently with deployments at uh, other network edge environments. Uh, you know, it's clear to me now that, that technology really is a true enabler for education as we move further into this year and beyond. Uh, that's probably not a surprise to many. Now, Renee, thanks. Uh, as always, it's terrific chatting with you. And thanks for joining us for this episode of Take 5. Visit our website, www.fortinet forward slash education, for more information on securing education. In our next episode, we will cover zero trust network access for operational technology. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital innovation across the entire digital infrastructure, whether in networked, application, multi-cloud, or edge environment.